special announcement coming here from the board YouTube channel. This is the NBA content division of the Hammer Betting Network, but we're going to be branching out into some new ventures as we have the FIBA World Cup coming very soon. We're pleased to say that me and Pips will be here to do some coverage of the tournament, going through some player props, heading into some of the key games. So you don't have to wait to the NBA season to get some bets in. Here is what we have on deck coming up for the FIBA World Cup. This is just a tentative schedule as long as sportsbooks are posting the lines in time for this to happen. This is what we would like to do with our schedule going from Friday the 25th all the way to Monday, Thursday of the second week and then Monday, Thursday of the next week before talk about the finals and third place game on Friday the 8th. So mark your calendars. We're expecting to go live in the range of 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern time once again as long as the lines are cooperating. But please make sure you are following us on Twitter at the Board HQ for all of the updates over there. And you can subscribe to this channel to make sure you're notified and hit the notification bell so you're notified when we go live and you don't have to worry about missing out on anything. But Pips, how are you feeling ahead of the FIBA World Cup? I'm sure you are incredibly excited for this. Yeah, unfortunately, no Croatia there, but we just qualified for the Olympics, so I'm quite... Yeah, it, it, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Looking forward to it. Not many, not much of, not many superstars of the NBA are there, but some are, and to be very excited to see how they manage to play with FIBA rules. Yeah, something important to say about the FIBA rules here. We'll talk about certain differences, but you did mention the Olympics. A lot of teams going into this tournament are going to use this as a way to qualify for the Olympics. Seven teams will get qualification directly from this tournament. From the bigger continents will be two. From the smaller continents will be one team that get qualification. So teams that maybe aren't quite in the hunt to win the thing are looking yeah. to get that Olympic and, qualification yeah, out of this. The one team that I like, the huge thing for them is Serbia. Yeah, I think they are the one of the teams that are looking just to qualify. Yeah, like absolutely. The main goal is to qualify for the Olympics. So what we'll be doing today, we'll be covering the group stages. We're going to go through a small preview for each of the groups. We're going to talk about the, turn, the, the people that we think can win the tournament and a couple of futures bets at the end. So make sure you stick around for that. But some key rule changes, if you don't know, from FIBA to the NBA. In FIBA, there's no three in the key on defense. So caters a lot more to bigs to be able to lock down in the paint. There is no cylinder rule, so you can tip off of the cylinder, which, again, does cater to bigs a little bit more. The court's a little bit smaller. The three-point line has shrunk a little bit. And not necessarily a rule change, but for these NBA guys who are stars in the NBA, foul calls are a lot le are a lot more lenient. So you don't get all of those ticky-tack calls at the rim that you would get in the NBA. So it's a lot more physical for these NBA guys. So it can be a little bit different. That caters to some players. So like Dennis Schroeder absolutely eats up FIBA competitions, even though he's not like a superstar in the NBA, but other players can struggle a little bit more. So let's get into the group stages here. We'll go one by one through these groups, trying to figure out who's going to come out of each of these groups. So starting off, of course, we're going to go to group A. This one is Angola, Dominican Republic, Philippines, and Italy. So Pips, uh, just off the front here, how you feel? Yeah, about this I mean, group? like this is not, this is one of the weakest groups of the tournament. And sure. I think it's safe to say like Italy and the Dominican Republic are, almost the safe number one number two philippines will try their best but i don't see them going through so this is what yeah. for. interesting they're gonna have jordan clarkson showing out for them at this tournament but you know one yeah. of the host nations for this tournament uh, i'm sure they're they're happy to participate with all due respect yeah. but i don't give them or angola much stock here 
to come out of group yeah. a and uh, i don't think there's much else to say there so we'll go to group b this where is where you can have a, a little bit of discussion here serbia involved along with south sudan china and puerto rico uh what's your sense ahead of this one so for this group i have uh, obviously serbia winning it uh, it should be an easy win for, for for them in the group but i don't expect much from serbia on this tournament as i said they, their main goal is to qualify for the for the Olympic Games because they are missing four out of their six best players. Nikola Jokic is out, Micic is out, Kalinic and Lucic are also out. They are great, great Euro players in Europe. So they are left with Bogdan Bogdanovic, who will lead this team and score 20 or more points on average for sure. And Nikola, we have a Jovic young upcoming players of the nba and he he looked great in the in pre-games we, we had and yeah we'll see Bogdanovic and jovic they're the best players and also there's some veterans on their, on their team but i don't think with, with so many players missing out for them i don't think they are medal contenders agreed and like you said it will be the olympic qualification they yeah. are looking for and for the second place, I think this is the one of the closest ones. I have this as 50-50 between South Sudan and Puerto Rico. It will be like one team heavily offense and one team heavy defense. And I think we'll have it as a future bet. And that's South Sudan going through this group as second place team. And with, as I said, I, I have it as 50-50. So we had it uh, plus 175 at the DraftKings. So I like it. It's coached by Deng. He has some great young players. Benin Gabriel is playing for them. So I think their physicality, especially at the FIBA level, and the way they're allowed to play defense and they allowed physicality, South Sudan should be like one of the best teams on defensive end in this, in this competition. Very interesting. We'll talk a bit more about South Sudan a bit later on. We go uh, more in depth in the futures betting, but let's go to the next group as well. Obviously, the U.S. favored heavily for Group C, but they're going to be involved with Jordan, Greece, and New Zealand. This is another decently talented group, but uh, I, I the U.S., obviously the juggernaut here. The Greeks are a very, very talented basketball country as well so uh, this is going to be extremely difficult for Jordan New Zealand but what do you make of this one yeah I mean it will be very interesting if Giannis was playing but yes I think without Giannis and they also miss Tyler Dorsey so I think they're like two best players uh, are not playing so yeah I, I I just think it's easy USA number one Greece number two but New Zealand have some chances to upset in my yep. opinion because and the price for them to upset greece is huge i think it's plus 900 you can find it at plus 900 which is it doesn't make any sense for greece to be minus 1500 to to go into second round with without their two best players yeah they are great basketball national even without Giannis and without dorsey but they they miss some of their best players so yeah so, so also, some of the monitors, also, sure. also Nicolates and Costas Lucas are not playing also. So like that's their experience and their best point guard. So we'll see how it goes. But I think 
at this price, some value is on New Zealand. I don't like okay. the price for geese in this one. Interesting one. Again, one you can follow, especially as they match up in the tournament. But let's go to the next group here. Egypt involved with Mexico, Montenegro, and Lithuania. Lithuania, typically an excellent basketball nation, but missing some key players to this one, which leaves this group a little bit more open. How do you see this one going down? So the problem is, I mean, I, mean, I think the two, two nations to win this first and second place are Lithuania and Montenegro. And the book is agree with this one. They are heavily priced to, to go as number one and, and number two. So I think we won't see any surprises here. But worth mentioning that Lithuania without Sabonis, Grigonis, Lanovas, they are without like five of their like seven, eight best players. There are some good sides of this, uh, not trying to fit together Jonas, Sabalanchunas and and Sabonis on the same time on the court, but missing these players. They are obviously great basketball nation, and I think they win this group still, even without their best players. But moving forward, I think second round could be their, their ceiling. Yeah, uh, kind of agree on that one. Let's go to the next group, Group E. This is widely considered the group of death. Germany paired up with Finland, Australia, and Japan. This is going to be extremely difficult here. Germany still likely I, I haven't checked but i would just think they're the favorites here but australia and finland are going to be some stiff competition as well how do you see this one so i i think we are almost like equal for the top it's australia germany finland for me but it's close between australia and germany because germany is kind of underrated for for this tournament they are a very deep team with great european players from euroleague topped out with Schroeder, who is playing above his means in FIBA competitions, <laughs> and with Franz Wagner, Thais, Wagner, Maudolo, Weichmann, and so many great players. So let, like they have three great players and cup four to five very good uh, players from Europe. So I think they are very underrated uh, at this point. Finland, it's all about Lauri Markan and Sasa Salin playing together and yeah, great shooting of Salim and Markkanen being probably top five players in this tournament. So Lauri Markkanen FIBA rules in FIBA competitions was tremendous. Last season he made a step, big step up in the NBA, but he was playing the, the NBA level he was last season. He was always on that level in FIBA. Yeah, so we'll see staying. this season what's he going to do with Finland. But yeah, I think Germany being very underrated, and Australia is one of the contenders for medals. So I, I will talk about them later. Of course, uh, Group F is up next. This features Slovenia, Cape Verde, Georgia, and Venezuela. Uh, to me, looking at it, not the most tremendous of groups, but Slovenia typically finds success at these international tournaments. Obviously, some phenomenal players have come out of Slovenia in the past, yeah. but. Uh, having Luka Doncic is going to be absolutely massive for this team. Yeah. Uh, and maybe Dallas yeah. aren't happy that he's here, but how do you feel about Slovenia's chances in this group and going forward in the tournament? I think they are winning the group easily, but yeah. moving forward, they will have some troubles. Uh, their defense is one of the worst of the of the good teams. And they like the size. Chanchar is out. So, yeah, it will be down to, uh, Nico, uh, down to Doncic. 
Zoran Dragic, the brother of Goran, yeah. Blažić, and some couple of European players, Mike Toby, stage five. Yeah, they like the size. They like they like like the size for defensive end, so we'll see some high-scoring games. In Slovenia, second place. I love Georgia. I think they'll easily be second team, and they have some great, great European player at, at top down with Sandro Mamukelashvili. And yeah, I just like this team: Goga Bitadze, Tonik Shengelia, Shermadini, McFadden. Yeah, great, great, great team. Very underrated. I don't think anyone who doesn't usually watch World Cup and stuff will have Georgia as the second best team in this group. But yeah, they, they will be surprised how well they play this tournament. Okay, interesting one to follow over there. Two more groups to go. Group G features Iran, Spain, Ivory Coast, and Brazil. Uh, Spain, definitely one of the dominant figures. Maybe not as dominant as they've been in some recent years, but uh, a, a quality team nonetheless. Uh, Brazil yeah. obviously always show out in international competition. So how do you think uh, this group's going to go down? Yeah, I completely agree on this one. Uh, Spain, great team, but not as great as they usually are. They are missing some players. Lorenzo Brown is out. Rubio is not replacing him. There were some rumors. And two brothers, Willie and Juancho and Gomez leading this team with some some great, great uh, old players that have so much experience. So, yeah, and one of the best coaches possible. So they're always number one for this group. Then number two for this group is Brazil. They are probably the best. So they got the, probably the best thing they ever had. So I think they are, could be some doubt for some surprises in this tournament. So, I mean, Second place is not a surprise in this group because number three teams and four are weak, but they could compete with Spain in some, in some, to some content. Yeah, for sure. Final group here. It is two of the tournament favorites getting paired up in Canada and France. Uh, the expectation is they will come out of the group, but there is not really an expectation how they are going to fit at the top of the table. Friday's game is going to be key to decide who wins the group. With all due respect to Lebanon and Latvia, uh, they just don't seem like they are quite at the level of Canada and France for this one. So what are your thoughts going in for Group H? With Group H, we can maybe start talking about contenders because we have two in there, and that's Canada and France. I don't even know who will win this group. It's, it's Alin, almost 50-50. Yeah, yeah. Alin starts... I don't win anyone. I think it's 50-50, actually. Yeah. I just... I thought, like, outside... Offensively, Canada is way better. Inside, no size to from Canada to match up with Gobert. So we'll see. Offensive glass will be wide open for for Rudy. Also, yeah, I, uh, Rudy Gobert in FIBA competition is like tremendous. Oh, she just sits in the people yeah, saying the pain. Uh, yeah, it's 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 tremendous value, and that's the only reason why. France was so good over the last these, I would say, 10 yeah. years with Gobert inside. So, yeah. So, we'll, we'll talk about possible tournament winners. Of course, France and Canada can be included. Since we're talking about Canada, we'll go with them. Obviously, some talented players. Shea is probably the best player at the tournament. So, always good to have that in your hand uh, for the Canadians. Other than that, RJ Barrett has looked just phenomenal leading into the competition. He is really, really doing well with these FIBA rules. 
But like you said, size can kind of come into play here. Canada's bigs aren't really the most sizable. It's Dwight Powell. It's Kelly Olenek who are going to have to be doing a lot of work there. Kelly Olenek, they've been going through him a lot in the prelims, yeah. using him in the high post or is at the elbow for his just quick decision-making there to find passes, which has been actually really nice to watch. A lot of size comes from Zach Eady. I believe he's seven foot four, playing his last year at Purdue. One best player was the, the best player in the nation last year in the NCAA. So um, possible, you know, it's going to be big for him as well to kind of get some eyes on him if he can't really lock down a, a big NBA role going forward. But uh, it's an interesting team. They are widely considered top two, three, four. I mostly see them as a top two or three favorite to win the tournament. But some other big teams, uh, who do you want to mention as well as teams who can go and win this whole thing? So my main favorite is USA, of, USA, course. of course. I think, yeah, everyone has it. But I had... I, Unlike some other years, I can, I like this roster. I think it's very well all-around team. You do have some playmaking, some scoring, some shooting, defense. You can all-around team. Yeah. Not some like huge star that will like take every shot and don't play then don't play defense at all. They have great team for from my opinion. So Tyrese Halliburton, Branson running the point. Edwards will be like. Tremendous in this tournament, guys. Curse said yeah. he's the guy. Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson can shoot, can do a lot of stuff. And then at the five, Gobert is tremendous, but this guy is maybe even better for this kind of not better. But if you look at the offensive part, then he can shoot. Jerry Jackson Jr. will be like the most important player for, for, for this team. He's the, the FIBA rules, he's rim deterrence and shot blocking and he'll just be huge it, it's the problem could be five fouls so he could be in some foul trouble but with a lot of with people rules allowing physicality jaren jackson jr will be crazy crazy valuable in this tournament for for usa yeah tough to really say much against the us they are the favorite some books are even yeah. offering winner other than us it will take a pretty heroic performance from any team to stop at any point in this tournament. But we spoke about Canada. We spoke about France. One other team you mentioned as a medal, con medal contender is Australia. And you also mentioned Germany as a dark horse for this tournament. We spoke a bit about Germany. Maybe we can yeah. talk a little bit more about Australia as well and why you think they have a chance to go really far in this tournament. I just hate that Landale is not playing. I, I was looking forward to it. I had them even higher with him, but with, without him. But yeah. Gide showed that he can even be better with FIBA rules. He's not that much exposed on defense because the court is smaller, the help is closer. He's using his size to play defense. So not uh, as terrible on defense as he was in the NBA. So that helps them. Yeah, they, they have all around good team, great scoring, some lack of defense. Their centers are not great, but mm -hmm. not great for contending type. But Reed and Cooks played great in the in the pre games. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. I yeah, I have them as the fourth. So it's USA, Canada, France, and then Australia. But we'll see like how they if they go to. It's heavy on the luck or which position you finish and if you go against the usa earlier it, it's kind yeah. of yeah yeah this so is uh 
this, this Australia is just a team that always always find a way to perform well in these international competitions. So they are going to be a tough one. Here. I want to just say one thing more about the France. Yeah, they are great, great, great in defense because of the Gobert, but their offense is terrible for this season. The Colo is great, but he's getting old. Fournier, Evan didn't play a lot last season in the NBA. And that's it. That's their offense. So it will be interesting to see how they score. And we could see some low game, low scoring games for for for, for, for France sure. in this tournament. For sure. So a lot like FIBA allows you a lot more to control a game defensively because of uh, the, the size of the court, the three and the key rules. You can really, really slow down some games. So that will be attacked for France, of course. But to round off, to finish off, you have two futures bets that you want the viewers to consider. You spoke about South Sudan a little bit earlier on. Uh, why don't you elaborate a bit further on South Sudan and talk about your second futures bet you, that you want to have going into this tournament? So as I said, like Sudan playing Puerto Rico, I think their heads up match will decide who is going to the second place. Yep. And I just trust defense more than offense. There's no question about Puerto Rico being a better offensive team, but South Sudan is way more better on defense and with FIBA rules and with I having this matchup at 50 50, getting plus 71, 75 is kind of very where the wild is. So I like this on DraftKings for one plus 175. You can get better, you can try to find better, but I think FanDuel has a plus 120. And the price is going down, so I think this would close even like plus 100. So yeah, I like South Sudan and Ben and Gabriel could be huge for this, and they have great coach and great mentality, and they'll try they'll fight. And yeah, I trust defense in FIBA, so I'll go with defense here. And the second future that you have going with maybe a bit of a popular choice, but still some meat on the bone. For this price here, Anthony Edwards to win tournament MVP. Uh, we found this for plus 280 at FanDuel, but we also found it for plus 350 on MGM and Betway. Uh, Steve Kerr, like I said earlier, has said Anthony Edwards is the guy. He's the favorite, but you still think there's value on this price. Yeah, at 350, we, had, we have USA winning. If USA is winning, one of their players is MVP. Is between Edwards and Bronson. So if it's between two players getting plus 350 on favorable player, kind of where the value is, I think this would be like 250 at best. And yeah, I just think Edwards, like Branson is the second guy, but he'll split his minutes with Halliburton. They have an easy job in the group. So Halliburton could even play more than Branson. So it's Edwards. He is a tremendous player. I, I really enjoyed his playoff run the last season. And yeah, he's showing maturity. He's showing great defense. He's scoring like, in some situations, looking like Michael Jordan. And yeah, I, I just think the upside for him is great. And he's the best player on this team for him and Jaren Jackson Jr. But I don't think Jaren Jackson Jr. will have the numbers for it but edwards should probably have like 23 5 and 4 in this competition maybe even more but with them with usa probably winning by 30 every every game in the group stage he won't have huge minutes but then later in the tournament he when there is time to take over the games in the elimination stage 
and that's the just huge for this team. That uh, that Rudy Gobert trade looks worse every day when you see how good Edwards is, and you paired him with that in Minnesota. But that's all that we have for today. Reminder on the schedule: we will be doing plenty of shows during the FIBA World Cup, giving out some player props here with Pips. So make sure you are locked in on the channel by subscribing. Drop a like if you enjoyed as well. And because we don't know exactly when these will be going live, you have to make sure you are following us on Twitter for updates at the Board HQ and hit that notification bell on YouTube so you never miss out on any of the content. We will see you again very, very soon for the Match Day 1 previews and best bets.